0: Please always consult with your physicians prior to making any changes to your treatment plan. Music is courtesy of Ryan Hamner. Welcome to Living with Scanxiety, the cancer podcast. A podcast geared to help you navigate the pediatric cancer world. As a mother of a child who battled a soft tissue sarcoma for over a year, your host, Rosaria Kozar, understands and will help guide you through your journey. She brings the knowledge of experts, families, survivors, and other organizations tied to the pediatric cancer world to your doorstep. Her mission is to inform, support, and promote hope for you and your family.
1: This is where hope lives. This is where hope
0: thrives. Together, as why. Hi, everyone. This is Rosario Cozar your host, and I am letting you know that you are tuning in to part two of Dr. Gonzalez's episode. You are going to learn a lot. And just as a reminder, this episode contains information about eye removal surgery. Thank you for coming back and tuning in. Um, I, don't, I don't know.
1: I'm kind of fascinated well, now. Like, well, this is, this is well, let me- some good detail. Let me tell you something because because um okay so you know we in the operating room there's the anesthesia doctor yeah. who puts the patient at, and then there is uh, an assistant of anesthesia so also a resident or a fellow of anesthesia mm-hmm. then we have a, a nurse that is helping me with my instruments and then we have a nurse that is in charge of the whole room, making sure that everything is, all the medications are there. If I, we need something, everything, she's coordinating everything. So we have a lot of, uh, we have two nurses or three nurses sometimes. Then we have the surgeon and then we have somebody who is pro- sometimes assisting the surgeon or not. And then we have all the machines, right? All our cameras and our instrumentation and everything. So when we already know that we're going to remove the eye or any surgery what for, for that matter, <clears throat> we... Put the patient there. We, we do a couple of timeouts, okay? Mm. So first we do a timeout outside the room when we say to the family, which eye are we going to remove today? And they have to help us to point it out. We have to make sure that everything is correct, right? So we mark the eye. We put a lot of initials around the skin. Then we go inside the eye, inside the, and there's a, there's a couple of witnesses there. Then we go inside the room and then we do a timeout and say, hey, okay, we're going to remove the right eye. Everybody agrees it's the right eye. Yeah, let's open the chart. Is it the right eye, the one? Yes, it's the right eye. Yes, everybody agrees that the mark that I put is in the right eye. Yes. Everybody agrees. In the, okay, perfect. Now, before we remove an eye, I we take an extra step, you know, even though everybody agrees already and we already did two or three timeouts, I actually go before I actually remove the eye, I go and look again and I just, before I do it, I just look and make sure, okay, yes, this is the eye that I'm going to, this is the tumor that I'm going to remove. Uh, this is the eye because I don't want you know, this, it will be devastating to remove the, the wrong eye, which by the way, it it can happen, okay? Yeah, it has happened well, in the past.
0: The same thing happened with my son. Well, he, they took the right side, but um, so they had to come over, mark it with an X, and check with us and make sure that his uh, knee disarticulation was on yeah. the right side. And yes, yeah, so well, I've, that, I've that, been that there.
1: Good. But let me tell you, now the X is forbidden because you, you can argue that the X is like, oh, this is not the leg. And then people can get confused. So the X is no longer uh, 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 something that we can do. Is We have to put our initials, EG oh. or our initials, because that's because some, some people can say, oh, X is, oh, this is not the I, the other eye, right? No. So now we, we, we take a little bit more precaution. Good, anyway, good. So, so let's say that we already did all these timeouts and everything. So I, I uh, we put the patient, we clean the eye with a special solution to everything sterile. We cover all the face and we just leave the eye out. And then I, I tell the anesthesiologist, can I start? Is he, you know, yeah, comfortable? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So then I have to, the white part of the eye, it's actually uh, uh, a, a couple of layers. The white part of the eye is the eyeball itself. And there's a layer that is, you know, when you have pink eye, the yep. pink is the is the skin of the eye. It's like a, a, a transparent mm-hmm. layer that it's on top of the white of the eye. So so we have to cut that and and try to remove that skin of the eye very carefully so we don't rip it or or or, or uh, tear it. Mm-hmm. Then once we remove that that part that is the pink when, when you have pink eye that the, the skin of the eye, then we have the eyeball itself. There we see all the muscles around the eyeball. Mm-hmm. We have to go in and and remove each muscle. Okay, there's we have six muscles. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we remove each of the six muscles and we leave them there because we're going to need them later to put them in the prosthesis so it can have some movement. Okay. Because the muscles don't have tumors, so we can leave them there. But then once we have the muscles removed from the eye, from the eyeball, we actually uh, grab the eyeball with special instrumentation. And then I put some scissors behind the eyeball is connected to the brain with a, with, by, by a nerve that is called the optic nerve. Yeah. It's about three, it's about two to three centimeters from the eyeball to the brain. So we put some special scissors, you know, because we already have space there. We put special scissors behind the eye and then we cut it. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: at that point we have, now there's nothing. Now the eye is not connected to the eye. At that point, that's it. You know, we, we, we cut the eye. Then we have to remove the eyeball from the, from your face.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, and then we put it in a separate, uh, in a separate table. At that point, my assistant is going to start helping me to control the bleeding. Mm-hmm. Everything is fine in the eye. I, I'm going to go to see the, the eye that I just removed, and I'm going to, I'm going to inspect it to make sure that everything is fine, that we didn't create any problems or that the tumor is not outside of the eye. And then we cut a, a tiny piece of the nerve to send it to the pathologist. So he can right away, take a look and see if there's tumor there, because if it's tumor there, We know that that patient already has tumor in the nerve and that's very, that's very dangerous. So that patient will need special treatment right away. Most of the time there's nothing there because we did an MRI beforehand and, and, and we know sometimes we we know what to expect. Right. And then we send that eyeball to the pathologist, which Mm -hmm. is the pathologist is a doctor who looks at the tissue and under the microscope. And the pathologist, what they do is that they, they cut the eye in tiny, tiny, tiny pieces Mm-hmm. And then they look under the microscope and they tell me, Efren, the tumor is inside the eye and there's nothing else to worry about. Okay, perfect. So if that's the case and the patient has only uh, the, eye, the tumor in the eye that is uh, with the disease and nothing else outside the eye, he's cured mm-hmm. at that point because th- there's no more tumor in his body. That's great. And, and, and that's it. So he's cured. We, we just need to take care of this, uh, the prosthesis and that's it. But that patient is basically cured. No, no more cancer in his body. But if the pathologist tells me, Efren, you know, in the microscope, I can see that the tumor is invading the blood vessels, you know, the blood vessels of yeah. the eye, the, the, it, it's there, the tumor is inside. Well, that means that maybe some cells from the tumor are already floating in your body, even mm-hmm. though we remove the eye. So that those patients need more chemotherapy. So we have to tell the, 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 uh, the, the, the oncology patients uh, team, there's some high risk characteristics, and they give them an extra uh, chemotherapy to make sure that nothing bad happens to those patients. Okay, and then finally, uh, you know, I so I change my gloves and I put my a new gloves, and then I go back to where I remove the eye, and then there's a space there, not because the eyeball is gone. Yeah. So then I put a tiny ball of plastic. It's called the the, the implant. It's a it's a prosthetic uh, prosthesis device. Which mm-hmm. is around like a marble, but it's 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 different. There's different uh, materials, and uh, and we put it so we measure how how big is the the socket, and we put a a, a ball that is about. This is inside. much
0: more uh, uh, yeah. in depth than I yeah. ever knew. So, yeah. so you measure the socket, and you put this um the ball. Yeah. So, the, so we put the ball inside
1: pieces. the eye. So yeah. that that ball is gonna take they take care of what the eye was there, right? Because we need it to be able to grow or face uh, symmetrically. We need some, something there to, to, to make it symmetric. And then we put the muscles that we remember those muscles that we just left there. Yes. We, yes. We, 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 we suture them to the tiny piece of plastic, then the tiny fake eye, and then we close <clears throat> the skin of the eye. And then basically when you open the eyelid at that point, you just see pink it's just like a pink you don't see the yeah. eye but it's just pink so so that's something that is very important for your audience to understand because they they have this understanding or this idea that once you remove the eye there's 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 an empty space there there's actually all the families that have gone through this they said oh it's actually not that bad you know of course it's bad because they remove the eye but it, yeah. you you open the eyelid and it's just pink mm-hmm. it's just like like skin and and so it's not as 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 you know I guess, gross or, or it, it's really not, you know, it's just pink. So then what we do is we let that heal for a, for a few weeks. We put a patch and mom has to put some ointment there for a few, for a few days. And then a few weeks later, we, we call another doctor who is a, a, a specialized in, in, in prosthetic devices. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a doctor who only does prosthetics. Mm-hmm. and he basically do you remember when you go to a dentist and you have to have like a uh, like a piece of, of of new tooth and they put this gel in your eye and they take an implant like a like a implant of um, a sample of your, how your mouth is yeah and then they and then they do the teeth to the same size well th- he puts exactly the same paste that you put in your mouth in your eye oh wow
0: it. so implant like-
1: and he takes an impression of that. So under your eyelids and in front of the skin, he takes an impression of that. And then he goes to his office and he copies with your other eye. He copies, it's really art because they do it by hand. They paint all the blood vessels, all the, all the details. And then, then you just put it like a contact lens under your eye. And that's it. Then you have your, your, your fake eye, your, your implant there. And it, it moves because you put the, the muscles there, but it doesn't move hundred percent. So if you really put attention, you will say, "Oh, okay, this is really not like a true eye." But mm. some people never never notice. And what happened is that because this happens when when you're a baby, usually mm. when you are growing up, you learn that you have that problem. So first of all, uh, one thing that I want I want the parents to understand is that uh, the baby has never a problem with this because they they are they're growing with this. With this all their lives, so they 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 are not they they don't have any issues, you know, with with having this uh, fake mm-hmm. eye. That this is the only thing they can remember since they were little. Mm-hmm. Now, if I remove an eye of, of an adult right now, we we will have a lot of like psychological problems. But but a kid, they, they said, well, I, oh, since I can remember that this yeah, is my kid eye.
0: jumped. Not my kid, but um, Brody jumped right back after his amputation.
1: So yeah.
0: I can only yeah. imagine.
1: And you know, the, the, the babies can they learn how to take the, the, the contact lens, the, the fake eye, and then they play with it, they show it to their friends in school that like you know they, they when they are mad at mom, they throw it to the to the toilet and they flush it and it's like a two thousand dollar prosthesis, and then or they or they just mom called me and they said we don't we don't know where the prosthesis is, he hide it and we don't know what it is, so we have to buy another one. And 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 it's like a like a pair of shoes every week, every every year that he's growing. You have to go to the prosthetic doctor and he just has to make it a little bit bigger. Yeah. But so interestingly, when you when you are done with the surgery, when we remove eyes of an adult, for example, mm-hmm. uh, you have a patch here and, and there's no pain. There's really little pain because you don't have your eye anymore. There's no uh, nerve connections there. So the patients, the adults tells me that they only feel like sore, but but that's it. It's just sore. No, there's no real pain. It's just like a like like soreness in the face, and that's about it.
0: <clears throat> wow, um, that's much more involved than I ever thought. And (laughs) no, but the whole muscles bit, I never, I never thought that you'd be able to take them out and put them back, but that's, that's fantastic. And I have seen kids with the, um, prosthetic eyes and they seem to be getting along just fine. And like you said, the adults have such a a much harder time adjusting. I can only imagine if it happened to me, I don't want to imagine, but I, I can only imagine. Um, yeah. So is there anything else that you'd like to add?
1: Well, I mean, uh, I just want to tell the families that are listening to you that, um, you know, uh, even even if we have to remove the eye, uh, w- we only do it when it's, uh, it's extremely necessary, of course. Uh, nowadays, with the new technology we have, we are removing less eyes. You know, it's less and less and less. Mm.
0: So
1: unfortunately, we still see patients here in Boston from other parts of the world, you know, from South America, from Europe that are coming here with super advanced disease and, and we have to remove eyes. So I still have to remove eyes. The mm. U S, the U S uh, patient, people who live in the United States, usually they have the, we have the, the privilege to have pediatricians and doctors who take care of us. And and so for the U S population it's rare that this happened, but it still happens, you know, still happens every now and then. Uh, I would just say that, uh, you know, um, Trust your doctor, tr- you know, they, they are trying to help you. Uh, it's hard to, as a parent, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad and I, I, if somebody tells me that they have to remove the eye of my daughter, I will, you know, I don't even know what I'm going to say. You know, it's, it, I understand that we understand that, but it, we're trying to say, we have to always remember life is number one, life is number two, life is number three. Then the eyeball, if we can preserve the eyeball, that would be great. And then at the end of the, of the list is sight. Okay. Because we're tre- we're dealing with cancer. So, because a lot of patients tell me, am I going to see, and I, and I tell them right now, my worry is that to, to survive, you know, survival right, right now. I don't know if you're going to see, that's the least of my concerns right now.
0: Yeah. We're
1: treating with cancer and we, we want to make sure that you your, your son or your daughter survives. And and later we can, we can worry about side, but uh, I'm happy to, you know, whatever, whatever anybody needs help or, or just uh, uh, pointers or document or, or questions. Uh, I work in Boston Children's Hospital and, and, um, you know, uh, if you look in the website, there's my, my name there. You can contact us. We have a wonderful team with Anna Farber. Uh, we have uh, a whole whole team. We have uh, everything that we have uh, really around the world to treat retinoblastoma. And and, uh, and most babies do well as long as you guys uh, follow the directions, come to the appointments, and 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 um, and, and, and just you know uh, help us helping you.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and final question how many other in the country um would you say are specialists like you
1: centers okay so there's actually many centers around the united states uh you know uh, there are big ones there uh you know there's a few in california Mm -hmm. there's uh, in texas there's a, a a big one too there's philadelphia there's a a very big one there, New York is a big one uh, Boston is a big one in the min- in Chicago they have a huge one now, there are small centers in in in, in not in the big cities that also treat it and and they they are great actually so uh, we collaborate, we help them, but every now and then they they need help and they send us to a to a big center w- with us mm. uh, but I would say that bottom line is don't worry about that, just make sure that you go and see your eye doctor or your pediatrician to make the diagnosis and once it's made or the or or at least there's any doubt that you can have that go and and don't wait time don't waste time because time is precious in this disease and any cancer and then just go in and 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 they will send you to the right place they will send you and you will, you will be fine
0: okay well thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it My and pleasure. uh i think i think you you have made a huge impact in everything that you've said. So I appreciate it. And I appreciate everything you do for um, the kids. Too. That's amazing.
1: My, my pleasure.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Living with Scansiety.
0: Please subscribe to hear more informative discussions like today's. Music is courtesy of Ryan Hamner.